What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everyone. This is the Outlaw John Roca here from the Outlaw Nation Podcast Network. Well, if you like any one of the shows that you hear the audio for here on the Outlaw Nation Podcast Network and you want to make your own, well, let me tell you about Anchor. First of all, it's free, which is great, and there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, and now you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes, which is pretty awesome. The possibilities are endless for what you can create, whether it's music analysis, your own radio show, or something the world's never heard before. And Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast as well with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's right. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's how it worked for me. It'll work for you. Welcome, everybody, to a brand new live episode of Game Time here today, an NBA free agency special episode. And if I'm talking the NBA, there's really no one else I'd rather have on the show, to be honest with you, than my co-host of the top 10, but the host of Dropping Dimes, the great Matt Nost. Matt, how are you? You must be going insane over the last two or three days with all the crazy deals that are happening here. Um, well, the nice thing is, NBA agents are so amazing in that as soon as the deadline happens, yeah. somehow they manage to get these complex contracts worked out in less than a minute. <laughs> in a minute. It's amazing every year. Last year was even more so. It was like incredible contracts. Like 12-01. <laughs> uh, yeah. But there have been some holdouts that have taken longer than uh, anticipated thus far. So that's kind of interesting that John Collins just finalizing today. Kawhi technically hasn't re-signed with the Clippers yet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, Dennis Schroeder kicking the can around, seeing if anybody's willing to give him a dollar. What's that all about? I mean, like, yeah, we're going to get into all of that, of course. But, like, yeah, you mentioned Dennis Schroeder. I mean, the Lakers are hanging around, assigning all their old buddies to come play with them. This feels like Miami Heat or the Cleveland Cavaliers. It's like the LeBron 3.0, you know, signing the old guys to come hang out for one more last run. He did that in the past with, what, James House and these other guys that would come and be on the team. Uh, now you've got this other situation going on. But somehow they can't sign – or they won't sign Dennis Schroeder? What do you think? Do you think he'll end up on the Lakers? No, I don't. Okay. Although, I mean, they're between LeBron, AD, and Russell, they're already at $100 and almost $30 million. That's insane. 
I know for the three of them and the cap is at 112 for next year. So once you add in Marcus all boom, you're already in repeater tax. Right. They're over the cap from last year. And then they get all these guys on minimums with THT on that three-year deal. So they just don't have the money. I mean, technically they could, they, they have his rights. So they're allowed to go over the cap to resign him. But yeah, I mean, uh, as everybody was dragging him for before, he should have signed that $84 million extension that they offered him because no one's going to come close to touching that. Yeah. So he's more than likely going to have to sign a one-year deal with somebody to rehabilitate his image in the hopes that next year he can get his three to four year deal. So, yeah. Who was that center a few years ago or power forward who was like, who didn't sign the initial deal and then ended up applying his trade for like $4 million at somewhere for like a year. I can't remember the guy's name, but he'd, he'd had this massive deal on the table and then, uh, and then turned it down thinking there'd be a market for him. Cause all these other bigs had gotten signed the year before with like this crazy contracts. And then there was nothing for him. And he ended up signing for like a, I think it's Nerland's Noel. I, I was about to say, I believe yeah. you're talking about the New York Knicks own <laughs> yeah. Nerland's Noel who just resigned with them yeah, for right. three years, 32 million, which, it's a little high. I mean, granted, in a world where, you know, Steph Curry's going to be making $50 million in the very Good near future. God. Yeah. I know. He, to me, at least is worth it. Jimmy Butler making True. 50 mil. That's kind of pushing the boundaries of yeah. there's only really eight, 10 truly supermax guys, but a bunch of guys get supermax deals. And I, I don't give a shit, man. Get the money if you can. Right. So that 11 million and change for Nerlens isn't egregious, but. Seems like right. an awful lot when the guy only has, you know, a couple true skills. Yeah, right. But yeah, well, we're, we're going to get to all of that. We're going to break down or look at uh, some of these uh, deals that have come down and maybe go team by team for a couple of the big ones and then maybe touch on some of the other free agents uh, that have signed, like Kemba Walker going to the Knicks, what, as uh, Matt mentioned, what happened with Atlanta Collins resigned, but also Trey Young giving him the max extension mm -hmm. as well, working through that. But uh, as we go along, the stream labs, the super chats are open, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to send in some support for the what we do here on the Outlaw Nation channel, but also send in some questions and thoughts about NBA free agency, then feel free to send them along as Matt and I discuss it uh, over the next hour, hour and a half or so. Uh, Matt, uh, uh, we look at the Lakers right now. Let's just start there. I mean, Russell Westbrook on this match. Massive trade uh, with the with the Washington Wizards joined mm -hmm. uh, the Lakers here. There's a lot of people who are perplexed about this. The Wizards got Kyle Kuzma, KCP, Montrez Harrell, and the tw 22nd overall pick in the draft in this past draft. Then they traded that to get Avery Holiday. Um, uh, and, but the Lakers also got two second round picks in 20, 2024 and 2028, I believe, from the Wizards. And Ted Leonsis had no love loss for uh, Russell Westbrook, comparing him to Alex Ovechkin, who he just re-signed to a massive contract. He said that you got to look at Russell's track yeah. record here. Everywhere he goes, he wants to be traded right after he gets there or a couple of years after he gets there. And the same thing happened here with Washington. He did take us to the playoffs. I mean, but can you really brag about an eighth seed the way we got in there? I don't know. But going to Los Angeles here, how does this make any sense when the guy can't shoot threes his explosiveness has gone down a little bit, uh, and his defense is not something he's really known for. So how is this an upgrade in any other way other than possibly the offense on an assist side of things? Well, that's what they – I mean, this is a pure defense for offense trade-off. They mm -hmm. lose KCP and Caruso to my Bulls, two right. guys who are defensive stalwarts uh, for them, to get Russ who – yeah, he can get steals, but he also gambles – Especially yes. late in games, and it can it can bite you in the ass. Um, and for a guy that doesn't shoot well from three, you lose KCP. 
technically he has the same percentage as Marcus Saul, but he shoots a higher volume. So he's their best three point shooter. Yeah. So you try and fill it in in the margins with the Kent Bazemore's, Wayne Ellington's, uh, Carmelo Anthony. But, you know, this team is old as shit. Yeah. The average age is 33 point something or other, <laughs> which makes them the oldest in the league by far. And yeah. the oldest, uh, if it maintains, if nobody else, you know, geriatrics, their, their roster, the oldest of the past <laughs> like 15 to 20 years, like they're, they're fucking old. If you take THT and, and none off this team. Yeah. Like they have nobody under the age of 28, I believe. Right. Right. But they get a 37 year old, three 36 year olds, a couple 35 year olds, uh, a couple 32 year olds or 33 year olds. Yeah. Like, dude, this team is old. Yeah. Yeah. Um, As you say, they, they welcome Dwight Howard back to the Lakers. What the third time here, yep. Trevor Ariza is back. Wayne Ellington can't base more. Uh, then you add that Russell Westbrook Car uh, and then of course, Carmelo Anthony, which who just signed here. So finally LeBron and Carmelo. I mean, Matt, we've lived long enough to see LeBron and Carmelo come in as, on opposite sides of the spectrum as young players wanted to establish themselves. And now in the twilight of their careers coming together to play on the same team, you know, Chris Paul, I feel like Chris Paul's like looking longingly over to LA and if it had been, if it had been able to work out, I wonder if he would have jumped uh, from the Suns. Uh, but kind of, uh, I don't know, uh, made his own grave when he increased the number to 38 as the head of the Players Association so he could sign that max extension with the Suns. So in a way, he'd be taking less money to go play for L.A. if he was going to go and yeah. be a part of that. But you look at this team now, you're right. It's an old team, but can LeBron and AD, can they pull it off for one year because this feels like i said just like lebron has done a numerous stops bringing the old guys in the veterans in to give them a little bit of playing time and some assistance and take some pressure off of him is the are there enough bodies here to get them into uh, the finals and to win the finals overall against a brooklyn nets team that's also still loaded up as well well come come buy out market and all that mm -hmm. there's still going to be a destination that guys are more than likely going to go to so they'll be able to get somebody else to add to this roster. Uh, mm -hmm. They're going to have to manage minutes because the team is this old. Yeah. You have a few individuals that they're going to rely on who are injury prone and AD and now LeBron two out of the past three seasons has missed significant time for injuries, which is kind of anomalous for LeBron, but True. given his age and mileage, more than likely this is going to be something they really need to keep an eye on. Yeah. So if you're going to throttle down the minutes for your two primaries, either you're going to hand the keys to Westbrook or do some amalgam of all these other individuals. But is that going to be enough to get them through the West at the very yeah. least to get like an eighth seed? And is that going to be enough you, where you're not going to have home court at any point yeah. within, you know, the, the playoff run, uh, you know, hypothetically, if anybody could do it, I guess it would be LeBron, but <clears throat> I don't know. There, It's just getting so many older guys and that's all they could afford. Once you go out and trade yeah. Westbrook and you hamstring yourselves, when you if it sacrifice this much cap space yeah to i just you know so who is their closing lineup going to be it's the three of them and then who right they're gonna right. have to put shooters out there lebron will be the primary i guess ball handler yeah but uh carmelo baysmore wayne ellington are you really going to rely on these guys to win a championship i don't know <laughs> yeah. i mean we just saw milwaukee win a championship with Drew Holiday and uh, uh, with uh, um, God damn it, what's what, his Middleton? Name? Yeah, with Chris Middleton, but and and some role players behind them, but not really strong. That strong role players. I mean, you could argue 
uh, Russell Westbrook, LeBron, AD, anything after that, as long as they're decent players, you're okay to be able to win a title, judging from what we saw with Giannis and, and Middleton and, and Drew Holiday. But then again, I don't know if I'd compare Drew Holiday to Russell. Drew Holiday seems like a bit more complete player, a younger player, obviously better on defense, not the best on offense overall uh, throughout True. the playoffs. But, I mean, there could be enough here to squeak past the line or – this is LeBron uh, during that final Cleveland year where he was trying to get everybody and then halfway through the season traded for a, made them trade for a bunch of other players and they did get to the finals, but only to get absolutely sw swept out. So um, I, this is dangerous because then what's LA going to do after this, man? I mean, this pretty much uh, strips the cupboard bare and maybe AD yeah, is they, the only one left standing. Yeah, they got, they got nothing. I mean, they're, they're putting all their chips in to get to 18 championships because that's what they really care about, which is right. passing the Celtics to be the all-time winningest. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, you know, LeBron's window is legitimately right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A thousand after, percent. Yeah, after, you know, the next season or two, it's over. He's no longer, and it's impressive that he's managed to make it this, this far. But, yeah. yeah, if they don't do it, they have nothing left. Yeah. I mean, their best trade asset at that point is if you're not going to 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 ship out AD, which they're not going to do, right? Is either going to be Westbrook and his contract getting moved again, or like someone like Taylor Horton Tucker? They mm -hmm. don't have any draft picks. Uh, I mean, second rounders don't carry any weight. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's it's championship or it's nothing. Right. Um, right. Which I guess on some levels, what every franchise should be doing, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. The, the Lakers are in a very specific position because they can always attract guys to this market. Yeah, so. I'm still, uh, you know, Matt, and, and maybe I'm an old school guy. Like I'm still stuck in that mindset of Showtime, that mindset of the Shaq and Kobe Lakers, even that mindset of the Kobe Lakers uh, with Lamar Odom and 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 Paul Gasol. Like that felt like a team year to year that could contend. Right. This mm -hmm. feels like the LeBron blueprint all over again, and to have it being done on such a prestigious franchise like the Lakers, it just surprises me. Because you've got the Miami Heat. We'll get to the Miami Heat in a little bit here. But the Miami Heat are almost consistently in the conversation to get into the playoffs. Maybe not to win a title, but certainly consistently in the conversation to get to the playoffs with a fantastic coach, a coach like Spolster there every year. Mm -hmm. This feels like the Lakers are reducing themselves a little bit to a smash and grab type of team like the Florida Marlins in, 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 the, in the Major League Baseball or, you know, teams that kind of just put their put a, a stack together of great players for one year and then poof, nothing else. So it just seems odd to me the Lakers would do this and essentially hamstring their future just after they'd recovered from the Kobe situation. There's only so many free agents out there that are eventually going to want to come to L.A. when you, in my opinion, when you yeah. show that that's the kind of approach you have here. But, I mean, from a superstar <laughs> perspective – Everybody else in the league looks at the Lakers and A, once again, Los Angeles is the number one destination yeah. for all NBA players. And true. B, the Lakers are willing to pull out all the stops if they really feel like you are a true number one right. to put as many guys as they possibly can around you. Now, they had the luxury when they went out and got AD. They had this wealth of young guys plus picks still all right. they hadn't shipped out. Yes. Um, so they're going to be in the unenviable task of trying to do this uh, without having all that. And, yeah. you know, the, their best case scenario is to end up like the Brooklyn Nets mm -hmm. after they shipped out everything and they just took off guys from the scrap heap and built up. But the Lakers aren't designed to do that. The Lakers are designed to be their fan base won't, you know, uh, uh, subsist on. Yeah. Hey, we're a quality team. 
Like it's right. championship or nothing. I'm already getting insufferable texts nonstop since free agents started <laughs> from all Laker friends. I know saying we're champions. It's done. Why even play the season? It's like, Oh God, <laughs> really? And, oh, oh yeah. Oh my God. That makes oh, no sense to me. But nonstop. I got one, uh, you know, less than an hour ago. Wow. Uh, yeah, just it's, but that's what their fans are. It's we we should be number one at all times. It's like whenever a disgruntled star is out there, and then Lakers Twitter, yeah, well we should go out and get. And it's like, okay, design that for me. I don't right. see how that's possible. Yeah. Um, but if anybody could do it, so if they don't have the draft picks, so long as they have the money, they can still go out and attract guys. Can they put a championship around it? Or championship contender around them is another question. Yeah. You need young guys on cheap contracts to do that. And if you have no draft picks, boy, that's going to be tough to do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you know, the thing it was crazy. Alex Caruso was willing to come back. He said reports are saying for, 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 yeah, for less money. So, um, do they feel like they just, I mean, Caruso was kind of a star last year for this team. Do they feel like, well, we're going to bring in these veterans who have proven veterans, you know, I know Dwight Howard wasn't necessarily a big part of them winning a title, but he did win a title with them. Ariza won a title with them years ago under the Kobe Lakers. So do you, sure. do you, do you, I mean, like, do you think they tossed away a little bit of depending on the youth and they certainly gave up on Kuzma? I mean, is that the last of that crew uh, that was there? Uh, uh, the young guys that were there, is that the last of them that lingered what? around? It was Kuzma, right? He's the last of them. I think on the current roster, I think THT is the only one that was drafted by by Los Angeles, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. To, to, to give you an idea. And the Caruso, so he, you know, Bulls offered four years. Uh, yeah. And it ends up being about nine and a half million per year. So he said, the Lakers, I'll do three for 10. And they came back with seven. So that's right. why he left. Uh, but yeah, I figured they would keep him of all their potential yeah. free agents out there. He just doesn't mind if he doesn't shoot. He's willing to hustle, willing to, you know, he's a good defensive player. Yeah. He can come in off the bench. He plays well with LeBron and has LeBron's respect. I figure if you're willing to go over for anybody, it'd be somebody like him and THT. Yeah. Always assume because he's 20 years old that they were going to re-sign him. Yeah. And the rest was negotiable on the, the roster. But yeah, once uh, I saw Ramona put that out there that he was willing to come back for less and then yeah. the Lakers offered him $3 million under what he right. felt he deserved and the market bared uh, bore out his belief about yeah. 10 million per. Absolutely. What about Malik Monk and, uh, and Kendrick Nunn? Do you like these additions? Do you sure. think this makes them a little more dangerous than we might think seeing the old guys showing up, having this kind of younger uh, approach to the, and Malik of course probably spell Russell Westbrook through most of the, his time during the next season. But do you think this is a nice move for them overall? Potentially. So Malik Monk finally looked good last year. Yes. Yes. It's, it's been a up and down, mostly down since he was drafted. And then for a long time, it was look at all the guys drafted around him. Yeah. Charlotte screwed up once again. Right. And right. that was the storyline. And finally last year, it's like, he's, he started to make some things happen. So potentially, potentially this is a nice trajectory. Plus it's a one year deal for Malik. So if he right. can get the playing time, then he's just trying to get himself into a longer term contract after this season. And then Kendrick Nunn, uh, you know, if Miami Twitter is to be believed. Yeah. Because uh, I've I've watched quite a bit of him, but I haven't, you know, sat with him for an entire season because it's not my team. I'll do that with the Bulls. But according to them, is he is great and frustrating simultaneously. <laughs> but he is the backup. So yeah, yeah, yeah. you're not relying on him in a primary position. Right. Um, 
And for his contract, I think it's two years, 10 mil. Yeah. It's a great contract for a young guy who's going to be hungry and wants to prove himself. Yeah, this is the lineup. And, and I guess I misspoke here. Malik Monk would probably spell Kent Bazemore as a shooting guard. Uh, Kendrick Nunn would be the one spelling Russell Westbrook uh, as a point guard there. Yeah, so here's your starters right now, at least uh, as a, a silver silver screen and roll has it here. Russell Westbrook starting at point guard, Kent Bazemore, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and Mark Gasol. And then behind them, Dwight Howard at center, Carmelo Anthony at power forward, Trevor Ariza at shooting forward. Then THT, as you said, Taylor Horton Tucker there behind Baysmore, and then Kendrick Nunn behind Russell. And then you've got Malik Monk and Wayne Elliting there as shooting guards coming off the bench. It, I mean, it may sound like a championship team. I think it's all going to depend on how Russell plays with them. I mean, Russell needs to have the ball, uh, uh, Matt, and LeBron needs to have the ball. So, I mean, LeBron yep. likes to run point guard duty. Is Russell really going to take a step back? What about Russell's career has shown anyone that he's willing to take a step back to another alpha dog i mean bradley beal wasn't contending for for playmaking uh on the team with the wizards so it really worked but the james harden westbrook thing was really weird and then him with uh, obviously him with um uh with uh, kd what didn't work out so how is he going to s- sit back on on a lebron team do you, do you anticipate I, that that working well i mean with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. He's the third option. I would hope he knows that coming in. Oh, I don't know if somebody should tell him. Somebody I, should. I would have. Him. I mean, look, he is genuinely, by all accounts, good friends with LeBron and AD. Yes. Very true. Very true. Yes. And uh, I didn't know this until I, I stumbled upon it last, ni- last night. One thing Russ, as you know, is a Wizards fan. He mm-hmm. loves to throw lobs. He does. He does. Loves so. it. And his bigs roll and, you know, go watch the the highlight packages from Steven Adams getting dunk after dunk after dunk. And then go to the Wizards. He lobbed all day. Schroeder to AD, there was only one lob all of last season. One. Wow. Wow. Which is crazy. I don't even wow. understand how that's technically possible. So yeah. that'll be something that will be unlocked in their offense that, I, you know, wasn't in previous yeah. season. And I don't know if that's true or not. I just stumbled upon it. I was like, that's super interesting hmm. uh, if that is okay. the case. I, I want to create more instances in my head, but I can't give you off the top of my head because <laughs> who the fuck knows? Um, but yeah, he's third option. Right. And late in game, I mean, Gasol's going to be off the floor, so they're going to shove in somebody else to get more shooting and spacing out there. Yeah. But even still, Russ is going to want to shoot yeah. in high leverage moments because he's always shot in those moments. And yeah. that's, Quite possibly the only person on that roster I don't want shooting in those moments. Yeah, yeah. I um, almost I would almost trust AD and LeBron from beyond the arc than I would Russ. Yep, hundred percent. So not even not even question it. <laughs> so that's kind of scary. I would honestly going down their roster. I 
pretty I, I take shit. I take Gasol. I take uh, you know Dwight Howard might be the only one <laughs> off the top of my head. But I take Ellington, Bazemore, Carmelo, maybe Kendrick <laughs> Nunn. I'd have to really think oh, yeah. about that one. Right, right, right. Uh you know, Malik Monk, I take Westbrook over Malik. But it's there's a whole cavalcade of individuals that I would take shooting the ball late in game. I might take Frank Vogel over Russell. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> It'll be interesting because he's a defensive coach and they yeah. just fell off a cliff defensively. They really did, dude. So this, how, what adjustments is he going to be able to make to maximize the defensive potential of this team and also not yeah. hamper the offense? So perhaps it's just telling LeBron and the guys, you guys devise the offense and I will help tweak it along with you and let yeah. me handle the defense. I mean, I'm I'm sure you know this. Playing with friends ain't the same as being friends. Sometimes the, those yep. friends, their tendency, their their ability to do certain things on the court, their their overwhelming belief in themselves sometimes can cause you to lose games. Can cause uh, frustrating, critical moments to go against you. Uh, so I don't know, man. We're, I want to I want to cheer for Russell. I want to see. Mm-hmm. That. I mean, he's going back to UC, He's going back to you know to start old stopping grounds. He used to play at UCLA. He's from that area. So like, okay, cool. You'll get to show up and show out there for your Lakers, but will it be enough? And if if they start out with a bad record, if they start out with some some yeah. uh, so going on a bad run or going on a bad streak of losses here, man, the finger pointing, the passive aggressive finger pointing that both of them have done, I mean, Russell and uh, LeBron in the press, will start. And that could be a real issue going forward for this team. I don't know. Yeah, and to the, the point you brought up you know, earlier, mm. will they be able to run – through the West, whatnot. Yeah. There does become a question of, well, who's going to stop them? Right, 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 right. And I don't know. I don't know. I mean, technically, I, I this team is old, but looking at the West, it's like I Dallas didn't get dramatically better. Nope. Nobody wants to come play for Dallas, man. Nobody. For whatever they, reason. Yeah. They re-signed yeah. what? Hardaway? They re-signed Hardaway. That's pretty yeah. much it. Yeah. To, to four years, averages out to $18 million per. Yeah. Um, and Cuban was out there kicking the tires. Cuban was trying to get some interest, but yeah, try to get Lowry. To yeah, I mean, but, they they hired this guy to be their GM who's got the, all these Nike connects. He brought them nothing, nothing. And the <sighs> Phoenix potentially like walking around with the swagger, but like you know, the Warriors didn't get dramatically better. Yeah, uh, hell, they just traded Eric Pascal today, or just just breaking like 10 minutes ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, to Utah, but Utah didn't really make any big, huge uh, moves. Denver's still deal- dealing with Jamal Murray being out. Now they right. made moves around the margin and retain some of their guys, but at the same time, are they really a threat to the Lakers? Well, if the Lakers stay healthy, I don't think so. It's a great the, point, yeah. Yeah, the Clippers, if, if the Clippers hmm. don't retain Reggie Jackson, I don't right. think so. Right, right, it's, right. I don't think this is a juggernaut team like years past with the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it might but be enough to get the job done. Yeah, it might yeah. be enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that being said, in the East, I like if Brooklyn's healthy, I like Brooklyn. Yeah. Uh, Miami now with all their new depth um, are going to be really interesting. Uh, Milwaukee's walking around with a lot of swagger. Yeah. Uh, Philly, if they can find a trade partner for Ben Simmons. <laughs> so they got to find somebody. They're fucking. I love that Daryl Morey, like to San Antonio, four first, three pick swaps. And my honest to God first thought was, why don't you also ask for Pop to give you a handy? Because <laughs> you're asking for the moon. Might as well. For Simmons, for fuck's sake. For Simmons, who's. I, his, his trade value is not quite at its lowest, but it's getting there. 
Yeah. Do you think Buddy Heald would have been a better addition than yes. than uh, Westbrook? Okay. Yes. Explain well, that. Don't even real quick. But just because by percentage, he's actually an excellent shooter. Yes, he is. Yes, he um, is. And he fits into what they need, which is a guy that doesn't need the ball in his hands to maximize uh, his potential. Mm-hmm. And he can easily play off of LeBron and AD and gives them a shooter and the spacing those two they desperately need. Yeah. Plus, you wouldn't have had to sacrifice potentially KCP. So you would still maintain KCP oh, yeah. with his Good shooting point. plus plus defense. And it gives them more depth and flexibility as opposed to hamstringing yourselves to Westbrook's contract right. and now the lack of depth. So, yeah, I like the buddy healed. And as soon as they got Westbrook, I was like, ah, it's a bigger star, which LA loves, but yeah. I'm not sure that that really ups your, your championship quotient to the degree that healed could have. Well, real quick, before we jump into the heat situation, let's look at the reverse of this trade. Did my wizards get any better or worse? No, I think he got better, actually. Yeah, picking up Kuzma, KCP, uh, picking up was it picking up Holiday that we got in the draft in the trade there in the draft, Um, and that and possibly who's uh, I think Dinwiddie is uh, kicking the tires on us I think right now. So does that make us a completely different team? But 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 maybe maybe a better team. I I think so, especially Beal. Beal by all accounts wants to stay. Yeah, it's crazy. I know the Dinwiddie trade, according to Woj, is going to end up being a five or six team deal. Wow. To get all the moving, because it's going to be a sign and trade from Brooklyn. And right. to get it accomplished, it's going to take five to six teams. That's why it hasn't happened yet. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, but I think the addition of Dinwiddie, <clears throat> the clear pecking order of Beal is the number one option, the growth of your young guys. Um, yeah, I think it's a better <clears throat> team. Now, Westbrook gave you guys a sense of identity. Yeah. He uh, did. And he did. And he taught you know, taught the young guys to fight and to keep pushing and all the, the stuff you love about Westbrook. Yeah. So potentially, you know, it's so much so that Hachimura was calling him what senpai. Yeah. <laughs> um, but perhaps they take some of that. It's kind of like when Oladipo after a year of playing with Westbrook went off and became an all-star. Yeah. Just, yeah. this is what you need to do if you really want to compete at the highest level type of thing. And I do like the uh, mid season when things were floundering and they had, a team meeting and Westbrook and all the guys stood up and declared, here's what I do on this team. Yeah. So there was no ambiguity as to everyone's role. It's like, that's, that takes a very specific type of individual. So yeah, I think the long-term effects could be very good for what he gave to your team. Yeah. So it could be, but could be, if you look at it as reverse, it could be something that galvanizes these Lakers. Then if Wes, if they're, if LeBron even is willing to take a little bit of a step back and let Russell be like, okay, this, this, and this, and this, yeah, or Russell, maybe Russell sits back a little bit, uh, not having to do all that extra work because he's playing with a bunch of veterans. He's playing with a bunch of players that won titles, so they've mm-hmm. been there before. So it's a little less stress for him to be able to be doing all this extra effort to make sure the young guys are, are you know, getting on the ball or figuring things out. Now he's yeah. sharing the load of teaching the young guys with a crap ton but, of veterans on that team. Yeah, but they have three young guys. Yeah, two only three. Guys. Yeah, so it's not quite the same. And plus. I don't see if LeBron is taking a step back, it's for Anthony Davis, not for yeah. Russell Westbrook. That's true. That's true. So um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, One more thing. Uh, rumor is Kevin Love. Any chance uh, now, does that change the trajectory of this team overall? There's rumors going around that he might be uh, going to the Lakers or they might work out a deal for Kevin Love. How, how, how do the Cavs? I mean, the Cavs would have to buy him out. That's what it would have to be. I would imagine. Yeah. yeah. 
and then they'll sign him for the same money that they signed everybody else. Right. Right. Um, which is a scant amount. I, I don't know. I don't I mean, shit. If you believe Colangelo, Kevin Love is done. That was brutal. I don't know why yeah. Colangelo has Jesus, man. He said he sent him home and said, "This is he ain't got what it takes to be." Yeah, exactly. We did it. Team. We brought him in as a favor because he's been there for yeah. us in the past. But he's washed. That's yeah. basically the gist of the quote. We're like, "Fuck, man how How do you yeah. anticipate getting guys in the future if you're willing to drag, yeah. you know, stars that show up for you? We all know Kevin Love is no longer Kevin Love, but right. We don't need to publicly state that. But also, would you want to go back to LeBron? I mean, Kevin was one of those guys that had trouble sometimes with LeBron. I mean, Bosch had trouble with it, but then, you know, Bosch kind of established himself before oh. his unfortunate physical issues. But, like, Love seemed to kind of rise up and wilt at the same time under LeBron's leadership. Do you put yourself under LeBron's lead? I mean, I guess you could because then you get, like, you're not the focus of the offense. No one's thinking of you as part of the big three. You're just uh, a part of the ensemble. Maybe that's a way for him to hide uh, for a bit on a cha- on a possible championship team, but I'm also looking up uh, if they bring him on. Yeah, who in the world do they have to, you know, do they have to cut anybody? One, two, three, four. I don't know. That's a good point. Gone, 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 gone. Yeah, they might have to cut somebody. Yeah, if they bring <laughs> on. I mean, some of these guys they haven't like Jared Dudley. They haven't resigned. No, no, no. Uh. Certain other guys they're not going to, or they've already released, like Alfonso McKinney. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I don't know. Maybe, but I would try and, if you could, get get different. I'd get more shooting. Yeah, yeah. Because depth at center is not your problem when you've got AD, Marcus Saul, and Dwight Howard. You don't need to add another because well, Saul's not going to be out there for crunch time anyway. He can shoot though, right? I mean, uh, Kevin yeah. Love can shoot, so it's not a bad thing to add him. And once again, a veteran who's, you know, won a title, so it's possible to. Uh, but is he known for off. defense? And no, is his offense no. good enough to make up for his, you know, lack of defense? Probably not. Right. If you have Russell and Kevin on the same, I mean, uh, on the same lineup, that's that's a sieve that you're talking about defensively, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's dangerous. Um, all right. Let's see. We got a we got a streamer that came through here from Doug. Developer says, "Yes, I know winning is most important, but how much do you think location alone are a factor for these free agents?" I'm sorry, but Sacramento and Minneapolis don't really have much to offer fun wise, and that puts those cities at a major disadvantage. Yeah, Matt. It, I mean, yeah, Dallas is another. I would throw Dallas in there for whatever reason. Free agents don't want to go to Dallas. Um, do you think this is, in essence, this is a unfair competitive advantage that these other teams have? Well, I think in Dallas's case, everybody knows that's Lucas' team, so you're second fiddle no matter what. That's true. That's um, true. So it's trying to find a guy that's a marquee name that willing to come in and know that he's second fiddle to a young kid, uh, even though the right. young kid is excellent. Yeah. But the, these other markets, that's why I was happy that Milwaukee won. It's one of the smallest markets. And they oh, yeah. drafted and developed the bulk of this roster. And you look at somebody like Chris Middleton, who was it's on true. their G League team yeah. and suffered through the losing for uh, years on end with Giannis. And they developed. It gives hope to small market teams that you can retain your superstars and you can win a championship. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and the nonsense of all, all the injuries. Well, there's injuries every year and everybody benefits from the injuries that ends up winning a championship. It just yeah. happens. Um. So kudos to them for outlasting everybody else. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, you're operating from a deficit from these smaller markets, Oklahoma City, Sacramento, 
Minnesota that you brought up, um, you know, quite a few others. Right, right. Texas has the advantage of there's no state income tax, so they should always be advantageous for players. Yeah, you would think that that's what lures people to Miami. That's one of the elements that lures yeah. people to Miami. Same thing with there in in Texas. But also yeah, think- that and their foreclosure laws, where if they go bankrupt, they can't lose their house in Florida. Yeah. Oh, wow. I got to. Yeah, it's part of the, the. It's like the castle exception or something like that. But yeah, you can't lose your house in bankruptcy in Florida. So it's another reason that players like Florida. Jesus, that's fantastic. Yeah. Not bad. <laughs> I also think some of the Texas, I mean, you know, black players going to Texas, maybe it isn't the most interesting thing, although, you know, they've gotten, yeah. they've gotten players in Houston. So, I mean, you know, they've gotten free agents in Houston uh, for many, many years. So, um, man, I don't know, maybe it's Cuban. Maybe it's just like you said, maybe it's sitting backseat to Luca. Plus you get the blame, but you know what? Chris Stops has been taking so much shit this year. Sometimes rightfully so. Fucking should though. Yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying. Sometimes rightfully so, but by the same token, what second fiddle wants to roll over there and know they're going to essentially be blamed the whole year for? I mean, any problems? Markinen on the Bulls wants to oh. play in Dallas. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't think they can afford him. Right. Right. Quite possibly. Um, but I know. Yeah, it's it's a much smaller list. But if they become known as the international team, yeah. Well, then what homegrown U.S. talent? then wants to go play for the international team. I don't know. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, good point. But yeah, it, it, it's weird that Dallas, it seems like a very player first team so that guys would flock to wanting to play for an owner that's willing to spend yeah. to maximize you know, their health benefit, all the training facilities, everything else. Also, do you want to play for Jason Kidd though? I don't know, man. I don't know if yeah, I'd want to play for Jason Kidd. I'll be honest with you. Um, all right, we got over 100 of y'all watching us live. Thank you so much. Please remember to hit that like button as we go along. Uh, we only got about 50 likes, uh, so let's get let's get those likes up. It's that thumbs up button if, if it's your first day. Pump on- those numbers up. Those are rookie numbers. Pump those <laughs> numbers on. up. Come on, guys. Give us those veteran numbers. Ryan Christian says, I mean, come on. Who doesn't want to come to Toronto and be in zero-degree Fahrenheit weather in November, December, January, February, March? Such a destination. Uh- but by all accounts, Toronto <laughs> is... Like if you listen to Jalen Rose, oh true, top three of his favorites and among NBA players, like yeah, amazing restaurants. The culture is fantastic. The people are amazing. Yeah, you just get dinged on the taxes and the weather. That's true. Yeah, the which is kind big. of a big one-two combo. But that is true. Um, all right, let's move on to uh, let's and keep sitting in your Streamlab super chest, ladies and gentlemen, sending some support for what we're doing here on the Outlaw Nation and for this show, game time, especially for Matt being on here. Matt, let's move on to the other big free agency news or one of the other big free agency news items. That's Kyle Lowry. Finally, the trade has happened with the Raptors mm-hmm. that had been this has been on deck for a couple of years now. Rumors about him being traded and what have you. Remember, he came to Toronto in a trade and what they were trying to trade him since he came to that uh, team and then eventually won them over and won the title with. Uh, with Kawhi, but now he is heading off to Miami. This is incredible how Miami is able to bring so many great players. I mean, LeBron wore the Miami Heat jersey and won two titles with those Heats with those Heat while he was there, or one title rather. Yeah, two, two, two. two. Sorry, two when he was there with the Heat. So now you've got uh, uh, Kyle Lowry coming, who was uh, fresh off a, a title win two years ago. But they also retained Duncan Robinson in this situation, and they traded with the Raptors. The Raptors are going to get Precious. Achiwa and Goran and Goran Dragic in a sign and trade. So do you, I mean, this is, this is going to pair with Jimmy Butler and the rumors are the, the heat are uh, looking to sign Jimmy to a max extension as well. They and, ba- and Bam out of bio. And they stole, I think they stole PJ Tucker as well. Yep. From Two the years, Bucks. 15 million, I believe. 
Yeah. So, uh, and, and Max Strauss, Max Strauss is supposed to be coming back. So do you all of us, has the heat all of a sudden become the East, um, maybe second place team behind the nets in your mind for a, a return to the finals here? They're, I mean, they're in the mix. They've got great depth. Mm-hmm. You're returning with Jimmy and Bam. Uh, Hero, if he has a bounce back year, is going to make them all the more lethal. They signed Duncan Robinson to a four-year, uh, $18 million <clears throat> per deal. Right, right. Um, yeah, you add Lowry, somebody that they've been trying to get for a while, and they didn't have to really give up all that much besides uh, Precious and Goron. Right. And, and Dragic may end up getting shipped somewhere else. Right. Uh, remains to be seen as of right now, but their depth overall makes them really interesting. And they got, yeah. uh, you know, you brought up PJ Tucker. They got Markeith Morris as well on a, yes, Markeith. Right. Right. Took um, him from the Lakers. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Dwayne Dedman, they resigned. Yep. Uh, and, uh, and Oladipo. It looks like Oladipo yeah, is one year going deal. To come, yeah. One year deal is going to come back. Keep rehabbing his knee. My God, all of a sudden you look at this team and this team looks scary good, scary dangerous. If everybody stays healthy and they can figure out how to share that ball with all those scorers, there's a real possibility. And, you know, Spolster and Riley are just, just salivating at the possibility of being able to put this team on the court. I, I like this idea. I like what they've done. It's a good mix of not too old veterans and the young guys who are coming into their prime. This is a nice, mi- nice mix. And you throw in Markeith, who's that kind of, you know, he's that guy who's going to punch you in the mouth when you need him to kind of vibe with Tucker. Both those guys as a one-two. That's like Charles Oakley times two hanging out on your team. So it gives a little toughness to that team as mm-hmm. well, matched by Jimmy's toughness, which is already legendary. So I like this whole team. This team, this feels... Yeah like a strong, powerful team that could be real frisky in these playoffs and could sneak into the finals over the Bucks and over the Nets if they start getting some injury concerns themselves. If With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oladipo can come back and play anywhere near where he was. And according <laughs> to... So he had... Another surgery in May on his quadricep tendon, tendon in his right yeah. leg. And according to the doctor, like it wasn't fully attached. And it's amazing that he was even out there playing type of yeah. thing. Yeah. But the the surgery went as well as it could have. And he's projected to be back in November. Um, and right. if he can play at borderline all-star level, then they're going to be a serious threat coming out yeah. of the East. Between him, Jimmy, Kyle, and Bam. And then all the pressure is off of the likes of Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero, PJ Tucker, or anybody else to step up. Mm-hmm. We have four guys operating at high level. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they're going to be they're going to be super interesting. They're in the top, you know, 
two, three teams in the East, them, uh, the Nets, and the Bucks. And mm-hmm. I would put Philly in there, but I don't know how that roster is going to be constructed as a yeah. start of training camp. I right. assume Ben Simmons is going to be gone. He wants to be gone. Management wants him gone. Like, it doesn't look like, you know, Dwight Howard took mm-hmm. a shot at him on his thank you to Philly. <laughs> said, you know, uh, Ben, make sure to bend those knees. It was the last line of his thank you to Philly post. Jesus. It's like everybody's dragging this dude. He needs to move. Yeah. So until they figure that situation out, I really can't put Philly in the same conversation. But the Miami Heat suddenly, once again, yeah. are back in the conversation of they can win the East. And they could, they get through the East, I think they could win a championship. I, I think it's absolutely possible as well. I mean, Jim, Jimmy wants another shot at that time. Jimmy wants another shot in those finals. You got these, you got the great mix of talent. Uh, and and talent that isn't too old. I think that's really important to stress here. This is talent that's still Lowry. I know what was Lowry like thirty four or something like that. So he's he's not on the tail end just yet, but he's approaching uh, Chris Paul age. But he's not really on the tail end just yet. I think he's thirty four, thirty five, thirty five. Sorry, thirty five. So still enough. Still not too old just yet, but maybe coming close to there as a point guard for sure. Um, but I like this. I like all the moves they made. It just makes so much sense. Uh, they've still got, I think, three or four roster spots open. Someone in the chat, IMAX, I think it was a big Miami fan. He says they still need a true center. Do you think that the band is need more a- of a power forward? Well, I mean, Bam is a hybrid for the modern game. So that's your right. center. But yeah, they depth at the the four or five position. I mean, that's why you bring in somebody like a PJ Tucker or a Markeith Morris. Yeah. But they could definitely use a little bit more depth at the big man position. Uh but you're going to be running out bam as your five right. regardless um he's going to be playing your 35 minute slot and in the playoffs 40 minutes a game yeah so uh, i don't question that but yeah the depth at the big is a concern on some level but yeah. given their offensive firepower everywhere else hypothetically but everybody's healthy you can you can overcome i mean every team has a flaw right 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 so if that's your biggest flaw is you need a backup center uh, that's not the end of the world. All right. And Andre Drummond could have been a possibility, but I think he signed uh, with the Knicks. I think is, is where Andre. No, no, he is oh, on the Sixers. Sixers. Sorry. He went to the Sixers. After think- Joel been talking shit with him for years. <laughs> he is now backing up Joel and he got veteran minimum. I don't know. Why do you print? Why do you, why would you do this as a front office? It just, did you go to Joel and go, Hey man, they had to. we're thinking of doing this. Are you okay uh-huh. with this? Yeah, they had to. It makes no sense. And Drummond's um, got to be, you know, yeah. Just assuming that there would be more lucrative offers out there. Yeah, I, I, yeah. For it's a quick. center that can't do anything other except the rim run, I'm sorry, there's not a there's not much of a place for you in today's modern NBA. I think we talked about it a while ago, bro. One of our maybe early, I mean, uh, our pre top ten banter's that we do sometimes. That uh, it's amazing how quickly the NBA changed out from right under Andre Drummond. I mean, he was going to yeah. be making $125 million or some some madness, and then all of a sudden they didn't need that kind of center yeah. anymore I in mean, the NBA. Roy so, Hibbert yeah. is the best example of that. Oh, Hibbert, from, yeah. You know, first team practically all NBA to two years later, he is unplayable and out of the league. Yeah, out of the league. It's amazing. Uh, but when your skill set is that limited, yeah. I mean, look at DeAndre Jordan. He can't get any run on the next. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he's getting paid because he's buddies with those dudes. 
there's there's not that many centers left here for looking at the ones who are uh, available. Ennis Cantor is still available. Nah, he's uh, on Boston. Did he, did he go to Boston? Okay, what up, Robin Lopez? Is he still Lopez possible? is on Orlando? Okay, he went to Orlando. So are we, yeah. there's really nothing left, bro. I mean, there's in terms of late in terms of centers, there's not much out there. If Miami is going to fill that center position uh, with a true center, there's not much out there for them to go and get. Uh, from what I'm looking at here, so. Oof. Yeah, I mean, available free agent list. It's yeah, everybody's either re-signed. You're not going to find much depth. Yeah, um, unless you want to bring in somebody that's like a hybrid type of situation. But even then, yeah. Uh, Millsap okay. has Millsap signed anywhere? I don't think Millsap I, has. Oh, maybe Millsap, but but yeah, I wonder. I mean, that's where we're at. I like <laughs> Millsap, but he's finally like he dipped last year for the first time. Yeah, yeah, um, true. Um, all right, let's see if we got any more uh, Streamlabs or Super Chats. Uh, no, hey, ladies and gentlemen, please send them in. Send in your support for the show. The Streamlabs address is right there on the screen. It's also pinned to the chat and in the description of this video as well. Send in some support for this NBA talk we're having right now. And please remember to hit that like button as we go along. We're at uh, 58 likes, but we got got 100 of you. Come on now. Let's get to 100 likes, for God's sakes. Hit that thumbs up button. Uh, and we've got 100 of you watching right now, so give it some love. Um, Aaron Baines just got released by the Raptors. Yeah, that's not going to do the job. There, oh, there's another center. You think, but, ah, okay. Yeah, I yeah. I'm I just saying, that's what you're dealing with at this point. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true. All right, let's move on to your Bulls here, Matt. Let's move on to your Bulls. Wow, what a complete and utter turnaround. Yep. For this Bulls here, the team, they signed Lonzo Ball. Sorry, got the mom calling. They signed Lonzo Ball here in a sign-and-trade agreement worth four years and $85 million. They signed Alex Caruso. They're finalizing a sign-and-trade deal for DeMar DeRozan. So, my God, talk to me about how you feel about all these moves and how you feel about these Bulls now. Um, I'm actually uh, a big fan. This is the first <laughs> time in a while where we've done – a huge shakeup like this. Yeah. And we didn't, you know, we already sacrificed a big chunk of stuff to get Vooch. Yes. So when we do a sign and trade for Lonzo, and we're sending out Sadoransky, Garrett Temple in a second rounder. Mm. Well, Garrett Temple in the second rounder, I don't care about Sadoransky. I liked, but yeah. when you're getting Lonzo back, you know, apples to apples type of thing, I'll take right. Lonzo because he can play off ball. He's turned himself into a good three point shooter. He's not elite. Right, he's right. Good. He's, I trust him now shooting a three-point shot. So if you make Levine the primary uh, and Lonzo's willing to sit off, plus on defense, yeah. he now gives us flexibility on defensive matchups and can make up for Levine's shortcomings Yeah, uh, when we have to do the pair-ups there and get us out running in transition, uh, which he's excellent at. He's got great court vision. I think yeah. this is a major upgrade. Um, DeRozan, once again, we didn't yes. ship out a future first is the yeah. biggest loss there. And Thad Young, Thad Young is mm. a junkyard dog. And I loved having him on the team, right. but him and Al Farouk Aminu was like, uh, okay. Um, yeah. You know, don't really don't necessarily me. care. They're getting a couple second rounders as well out of this. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I like your eight points a game, but don't get me wrong. But Yeah. Well, not even <laughs> to be perfectly honest. Uh, I think <laughs> getting Caruso for that number nine and change per year. It's a tradable contract. If it doesn't work out, somebody would take him off our hands. I'm perfectly fine with that. Uh, I do worry about potential spacing issues just because DeRozan's not going to shoot a three. He is the king of taking one step in and shooting a long two. Yeah. Vooch best operates when the ball moves through him. 
Yes. So if you had those two guys kind of clogging in from 15, 16 feet right. inward, well, it reduces the driving lanes and nullifies some of the effect- effectiveness of Levine and Lonzo. Uh, but I think at least this is interesting and it makes us a potent oh, yeah. team. Absolutely. Yeah, we can score and play defense. Uh, I like our depth, especially if we keep marking in on more than likely like a one-year deal and he wants to prove to the world. So if we got him and Kobe White coming off the bench, Pat Williams would be the other starter. It's yeah. like, okay, I lied. We're pretty strong, seven, eight deep. Yeah. This is not a bad team. Can we win a championship? No, no chance. <laughs> we can't. Unless but you'll get we, in the playoffs, which is good. Which yeah. is good for your organization. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people are saying, well, this should guarantee us getting in the play-in games. Like, if we only make the play-in game, this season has been a disaster. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with you. You've got yeah. a lot of talent on that team now. I think fifth or sixth seed is legitimate where we should be setting our sights. Mm-hmm. We're not as good as the top four to five. Right. You know, four for sure. Um, even Philly, with all their questions, is a better team. Right, right. Uh, but I think Indy, uh, Indy takes a step back. Losing Doug McDermott was huge. You know, he was a huge cog in their wheel. Yeah. Um, so I think they, I think we could overtake them. And uh, the Wizards, I'm not sure about. I think we can overtake them. Probably. Well, I, I think you guys still make the playoffs. Yeah, but I, I, but I would take your roster over ours right now. I'll yes. be honest with you. I, I would. So I think yeah. you guys are going to get there above us. That's for Instead of buying into what I do every year, which is we have a lot of guys that other teams covet because there's a lot of potential. Yeah. Yeah. And now we turn that potential into, well, Here's a proven individual. Yeah. Um, And you're getting a Lonzo Ball here. Just run through the numbers real quick here. Lonzo Ball with the first two years on the Lakers, 31.5% from deep, 43.7% from the line. With New Orleans, he has gone up to 37.6% from deep and 66.4% from the line. He averaged career highs last year in three-point percentage, field goal percentage, free throw percentage, true shooting percentage, and points per game. He also protected ball like never before with a career-low 14.5 turnover percentage, while his usage percentage was also at a career high of 20.5. So uh, this is good. What you're hoping, though, is that none of his injury concerns come back uh, or have or pop up here for Lonzo. And this could be fun to see him getting kind of revitalized or reborn under a new team here in New Orleans and then seeing what he can do to kind of co-carry or co-lead a team here with Levine uh, for these Bulls. I, I like this. It makes you guys dangerous. It makes you guys almost – it almost feels like you guys might be putting together that that old school – that 2005 Pistons team where nobody's really the biggest star, but they're all just so good at what they do that it's enough that the 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 sum of the parts are better than the, the parts uh, in, a, in a solo way. So – I like this. I think you're, all of a sudden now, I'm curious to see how the Bulls Bulls play next year or next season. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would say Levine is our apex, and he's been trending yeah. up every season. He gets True. a little bit better and a little bit better. And I think doing the Olympics and being around somebody like KD mm. will really benefit him and and quite a few other guys uh, on that team. Right, much like when uh, LeBron and Wade, those young guys played with Kobe in Beijing and they came back and they talked about, dude, this guy gets up incredibly early. Yeah. He's put in thousands of shots before we even get to practice. And he is devoted and dedicated to the craft. So being around all these other high level and he's already on that trajectory. Yeah. I think he has even more, you know, he has room for growth uh, to be a perennial all-star and potentially make the discussion of all NBA I don't think he's there yet, but he could enter into that discussion uh, and maybe make a third team. It's not inconceivable to me. 
Yeah. And with Lonzo, you know, a lot of that you could say, oh, those numbers are up because he knew he was coming into a contract year. Mm-hmm. But he's changes shooting mechanics, and his now his shot looks fluid, mm-hmm. and it doesn't look like that weird semicircle uh, hitch that he yeah. was doing before. And he doesn't. The release point is no longer at an angle; it's more true to uh, a ninety degree going at the basket. So the mechanics are solid now. Yeah. And when you see that the percentages have gone up accordingly. It's something you can buy into as opposed to, well, maybe it was a fluke kind of season. Right. right, right, right. Um, but it yeah, feels, that, it feels fundamental rather than, like you said, a fluke. Yeah. Yeah. That or that he's trying harder because he knows it's a contract year. Oh, yeah. Fair point. Yeah. Um, whereas this is just like, a, now he's, he's trending. The trajectory of this mm-hmm. is correct. Yeah. At least by the eye test. Um, so, yeah, all the. Uh, the little pieces around the margins and then going out and doing something like a Caruso after mm-hmm. you've already, you know, uh, set your sights on Lonzo and DeRozan and gotten yeah. them to flush out the bench and get more depth there. It's like, I genuinely, this is a scrappy team that can play defense and score. Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, we should be interesting. Do you think Billy Donovan is the right coach for this team? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I think that remains to be seen, but I don't think they have any intention of moving off of him anytime soon. So it doesn't really matter uh, if you don't like him. So, okay. All right. All right. Billy Donovan is our coach. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I liked him for what he did uh, with the Thunder for a while. Um, and yeah. we'll see what he can do now with, with some better players, some better resources on his team. If he can make this team uh, make some noise in the East, that's for sure. I, I, we'll look forward to it. Um, uh, LaMarcus Aldrich, real quick, uh, just is coming over the line uh, wire here. LaMarcus Aldrich is apparently after medical consultation is considering a return to the league. Remember he retired in what? mid-April with some heart issues. Yeah, this is really? uh, being reported by ESPN right now. He's apparently had consultations with medical staff and his own doctors, and he is mulling a return to the league. Well, Miami, if you need a center, I know he's got kind of a powered for, power forward center, but LaMarcus could fit the bill if he's feeling good. So yeah. that could be an interesting situation. What do you think? And much like morning, if any team knows how to handle a center with, you know, heart problems. Yes. And Bosch. Morning and Bosch. How they were able yeah, to negotiate. Bosch had to retire on his. True. Morning still maintained a little bit. True. True. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. It's just Bosch was in the league and then out immediately. <laughs> he was done. Yeah, it's crazy. He's still ahead. Like, Bosch in today's modern NBA is the, practically the perfect center. Yeah, for sure. Um, All right, let's move on to some more stories here. Matt, anything more to say on your Bulls? I, I think we've, we've, no, we've no, hit the big I think points. We've, yeah, we've covered. Okay, let's move on to some other stories here as we uh, near the uh, end of the show here. There's some big deals. Kemba Walker. Let's talk about Kemba Walker joining the Knicks here um, after he agreed to a buyout with the Oklahoma City Thunder. Remember, he was traded to the Oklahoma City Thunder uh, by his former coach, Brad Stevens, yeah. uh, as one of the first moves there as a, as a president of basketball operations or GM, whatever title they gave him. Do you do you like this move to the Knicks? I mean, D-Rose just re-signed for the Knicks as well. Shout out to D-Rose just make i mean what a comeback story man he got he's getting paid now and no he's not the all-star to lead your team to a title but it's great to see him still making his money and being valued as a as a contributor on a team and especially a former especially a playoff team like the Knicks did going uh, going in as the fourth seed i think uh, or fifth seed last year do you like Kemba on these Knicks? Do you think this kind of elevates this playoff team to a little bit of a higher level now having Kemba maybe running the point um, I mean, for Kemba, it all comes down to health. Yes. 
So if he can stay on the court, then Kemba's an amazing pickup for them, and they're going to end up paying him uh, something like eight million per. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know the contract length, but the floated number was eight million dollars because that's what they have left in available cap space, so they're just yep. going to hand it all over to Kemba. And what's interesting is the you know Celtics lose him and Fournier both go to the Knicks. Oh, right, um, that's right. Yeah, I don't like Fournier at eighteen mil. Yeah, that makes no I, sense to me. Uh, yeah, I just I don't. I realize the numbers indicate that that's what he's worth, but when I watch him, I no way do I feel like he's an $18 million player. <laughs> yeah. But I, I mean, I think it's good that New York invested in their guys and resigned and maintained as many of their mm-hmm. uh, products as they possibly could as right. a form of continuity and uh, just to keep this team together. They did make the playoffs. They got drummed out by the Hawks, but th- there's room for improvement and growth. And yeah. you do that uh, collectively together. And Tibbs has them uh, playing really well uh, together. Um, and Kemba's a nice addition to that. It comes down to health. And yeah. as far as the Rose, he was flirted with a, a potentially re-signing with the Bulls, and I would have loved that. Oh, my this. God. Yeah. Um, but I'm ecstatic for him. What did he get? Three years, $43 million? Yeah. It was a nice chunk of change. For a guy that looked like he might have been out of the league a few years ago, he's been kind of just revitalizing himself every season and staying healthy, which is the most important thing. Um, you know, he must be so happy that he's not getting a reoccurrence uh, of those knee issues that doomed him when he was an all-star for Chicago. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, hopefully he just maintains, but more than likely you keep him coming off the bench mm-hmm. and uh, playing, you know, crunch time minutes because they ran into a problem of only D Rose could get a bucket for him late. So now they got Kemba and he, if he's healthy, the addition of Fournier. Uh, but I mean, for that price point, you know, yeah. he could have gone to a number of teams, but he's from New York. Right. Right. So this is a nice homecoming for him. And uh, it's good to see that the Knicks are going to be, uh, you know, uh, contenders to be a difficult out night in, night out uh, in the East. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's another team where I think the Bulls are fighting with them for legitimacy and that kind of middle of the pack. Uh, That's Atlanta fair. is a team we forgot to bring up. I think they're oh, yeah. in the top four. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, Especially what they did last year. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, you know, and signing the extensions here for Trey Young and Collins. That you show a lot of confidence in in that squad now and in the young leader there to take them. Sure. Uh, yeah. Kemba, Kemba missed 43 games last year, 57 games the year before. So uh, do we worry that the knee injury will come, pop up back up again? I mean, it's not, 100%. You're, not, you're not taking too much of a risk for $8 million a year for a guy like this, but. Because he was averaging what twenty points and what was it? He was averaging twenty points, five rebounds, and four assists after the All Star break. So he could still bring it. So it might be a nice. I think he's a good um, replacement uh, for the point guard they had there before Ed, Alfred Payton. I trust him more. So Yo, yeah. and, he, and he's got experience, you know, playing in some t- tough uh, situations and some critical games. So that could uh, help the team get better as well yeah, overall. Me, kinda. <laughs> Charlotte was not a playoff team, so right. But the, the Celtics all the way to the conference finals. I mean, that's that's a good thing. That's good experience for your play for the player, right? Yeah, I don't really. Okay, you're not wrong. It just the knee issue is huge because even yeah, it's massive. Yeah, even when he was playing, um, every once and again he'd have a bad night, and it would be. I mean, he'd just be off. Yeah. Now you didn't yeah. know if it was like a, some lingering knee issue or something, or he's mm-hmm. tentative and holding back. Uh, I'm not sure, but for $8 million, it's a steal. Yeah, right. It is a steal for what you're investing, for sure. Um, all right. Uh, Kawhi Leonard here, uh, he, is, uh, he declined the $36 million player option for next season. The rumors are, uh, according to Wojo and other people, that he is mulling a five-year extension 
with the Clippers. Does that make sense to you for him to finish out his career with the Clippers uh, under Tyron Lue with Paul George? Possibly. Does this make sense to you at all? Um. I'm oh, sorry, four-year, $176.2 million deal. Sorry about that. Yeah. Uh, the five-year, I was like, oh, that's interesting. Uh, uh, yeah, it's yeah. four years, probably the last year is a player option, more than likely. Right. right. So in reality, this is a three-year contract. Uh, good point. Yep. For three years, yeah, because you got PG signed that extension. Yes. So he'd be there for that same timeline. Um, it just, can they find enough guys to fill in around the margins? They brought Batum back. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I think is good. And yes, they need to bring back Reggie Jackson. Just flat out need because yeah. of the two guys in the playoffs, him and campaign that I never thought would really contribute yeah. um, at that kind of level. He is by, he blew me away by how good he was. Right. Campaign right. was good. And he showed up a couple of times where the Suns really needed him. Yeah. Uh, but he would still disappear every once and again. Whereas Reggie, Reggie was, Spot on night in and night out. So yeah. if you can get Kawhi for the four-year deal, it's really three, and you can re-sign Reggie Jackson. And it's not like Balmer doesn't have the money right. to pay the luxury tax. And they're in L.A. They're going to be opening a new uh, uh, stadium or, or <laughs> arena very soon. Right. So you kind of need to spend the money to build around these guys. Uh, yeah, I, I think it, Kawhi is definitely worth it. Yeah. Uh, and if the Clippers want to stay relevant and in championship contention, they have to do it. So, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, I think it's a no brainer. The other part of this also um, with this is you, you wonder where it's wh- what it's going to lead to for the Clippers. Right. Is it is is this something they're able to turn around? Because a lot of people feel like they would have won that that series against Phoenix. Do you feel that way, too? That, if they um, if they had, had the full complement of their players? You know, uh, quite possibly. Mm. But once again, injuries are part of this. Kawhi yeah. at the end of that uh, Tor- uh, Toronto run yeah, was limping around. It looked like his leg was just killing him. Yeah. Look uh, at a like dead when, leg at times. Yeah. 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 And it looked, and then in the off season, the rumor was it was a degenerative, you know, thing that he's going to be dealing with this for the rest of his career and the rest of his life. Yeah. Uh, and it's yeah. just going to get worse from here. So, wow. but how often, you know, when he's on, which towards the end of the season and going into the playoffs before he got hurt, he was looking like Kawhi again. Yeah. Yeah. Like full on. So if you right. can manage his minutes and take the fines from the league when you're resting them, when they don't want you to, uh, so that you can keep him healthy, come playoff time. Right. They're going to be a tough out because Paul George, I think, finally shook off the rust of pandemic P and mm-hmm. getting dragged on Twitter and uh, true. got them to a conference finals, which they have never done. Yeah. And they're on the precipice of making the finals. Yeah. Uh, true. So I think his maturation and growth, coupled with if Kawhi is healthy and they can fill in the margins around because they're still returning a decent chunk of this team. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're going to be, they're going to be tough. Yeah. He could sign, he could sign a one, a one year deal and then wait one more year. And that's when he could get the five year deal, which is 200 and something million dollars. Jesus Christ. So he could go one of two directions. I suppose he did turn down the extension, but he could go one of two directions. If he wants to get paid a little bit higher for one year and then see if he can parlay that into a five year extension, which would be 
massive, but you got to really believe. I, I don't know if I would tie myself to this Clippers organization, Matt, at this point. I really don't know. I, I really would give myself, if I was someone like Kawhi, I'd give myself a little more um, room to maneuver for sure. Maybe do that one-year deal. Or know. maybe, um, you know, uh, he resigns for the technically four-year deal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They open that new stadium with their new training facility. Right. And when guys come in, they see how amazing it is. And Balmer uh, seems like a great owner. Yeah, yeah. And he's willing to spend. And you're looking at if well, if I want to live in L.A., the counterpart to this is the Lakers. And the Lakers don't have any money. They don't have yeah. any draft picks. It is a shallow team that is yes. exceedingly top heavy. Yeah. So if those are my two choices, well, the Clippers might be the better option. They don't have the pedigree, yeah, but you can always make that. Yeah. So sure. uh, another big piece of news. I got to get your thoughts on this. Mike Conley is still getting paid by the NBA here. I, this is incredible. I thought he was all the way out, man. All the way he was done. He seems really? to be. I, I really felt that way after he'd gone. Um, for Memphis, I just thought, yeah, he's not going to be able to do it again. He's kind of on the downside, but going in here to, to Utah and he's got to sign, he signed a deal for three years, $72.5 million. Do you think Mike Conley is worth three years and $72.5 million? And let me add to that, uh, by with the, the five-year extensions of Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell, which kick in this season. All three of those guys are worth $368 million right now, which pushes the Jazz into the luxury tax big time. Well, so does it make sense? You answered your question by bringing up the second part. To Utah, <laughs> he is worth – well, because they can't they – they're so cash-strapped, they can't That's get true. anybody better. Yeah, yeah. And Mike Conley, they went out and traded for him to get him from Memphis. Yeah. And when he's healthy and playing like Mike Conley can – he makes them really potent and effective. Now, Utah's talking about uh, the uh, Jingle and Joe is available if yeah. you offer the right trade package for him. And I don't know who will. I mean, Golden State was saying they had interest, but I don't know what they have to offer right. that entices Utah. And then you have to, have to do a, a salary match, although Jingle and Joe isn't making an obscene amount of money. But to Utah, three years, 70 some odd million, mm. considering. Lowry is making 30% more than that. Yeah. Yeah. And they're roughly the same age. Like it's, it's not the worst contract in the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he can stay healthy, I think that's a steal for Utah. Really? Oh, so well, then that's the problem, right? Cause he's had those hamstring injuries since he's been at Utah. I think he missed six of the games um, against yeah, the Clippers in, in the, in the jazz series there. Um, but he averaged 16.2 points per game, 6.0 assists per game. With a career best, if five fifty-two effective field goal percentage, and he's thirty-three years old, and he finally made his first All-Star team after fourteen years in the league. I mean, I don't think I'm wrong for thinking after fourteen seasons, I thought this guy was cooked. No, uh, especially the position he plays. But I didn't expect him making seventy-two million dollars over three years. But if I'm Stephen Jackson, look at that number. I'm going. Oh, I'm going to get paid. I'm going to get paid. So Stephen I, you know, Jackson. I'm sorry. Um. Uh, what's his face for um for the clippers the point guard i'm uh, sorry oh I'm reggie just, jackson reggie jackson sorry reggie jackson uh if i if i'm, I'm going to get paid i'm going to get my money well, that's for damn sure yeah yeah quite possibly but the thing is like even if utah wanted reggie jackson they can't offer him that much money because utah's allowed to go over the cap to re-sign their own players right 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 so well, i'm talking about with the clippers like he can he can yeah. hold this contract out and go like this is what conley got and I played a way better season than Mike Conley uh, for this team. So I don't know. 
I think Reggie Jackson had a better playoffs. I don't know about the season <laughs> as a right. whole. Fair the, enough. The, the other reason that Utah is willing to pay him, when they didn't have him, defenses, when it came down to crunch time, knew yeah. the only person that can play make on this roster is Donovan Mitchell. So all we got to do is key in on him. Yeah. And the best option he's got is a kick out to the wings. Uh, and they very well could have advanced you know, in the playoffs, mm-hmm. yeah. except for that, uh, you know, Rudy Gobert gets dragged for the not running out to guard against threes, oh, but it's a, right. it was the coaching decision of how they're going to play these situations. And he's adhering yeah. to what the coaches choose. So do they modify that in the future or potentially uh, put out a different lineup out there? But um, I mean, the team, they were number one in the league last year. Yes. They had the best regular season record. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were, you know, a tough out night in, night out. Right. So it's not inconceivable to say, okay, we resign him for, you know, 20 some odd million per, it's not an egregious contract. It's technically tradable, uh, because you know, it's not in the upper super duper tier. So right. it makes sense. I, I knew that was coming because they didn't have any other options. All right. Um, well, well, last thing we should uh, hit on here um, with Chris Paul. Now he's agreeing to stay with the Suns, as we mentioned earlier. Do you like this idea? I mean, do the Suns get? I don't feel like they got any better here, man. I don't think they've added. I mean, Chris Paul coming back is nice, but one hundred and twenty million dollars. That's a lot to saddle yourself to a point guard who might be one year away from being like really sliding off the cliff here. We've seen that happen with point guards, Matt. You mm-hmm. know that. Um, so do you think uh, Chris Paul, do you think this is worth it just to run it back one more time to see what you have? They had to. Yeah. All right. They, I think people in Phoenix would have come out with pitchforks if they didn't resign. Yeah. They made the finals first time since Charles Barkley was there (laughs) and you can credit a a tremendous amount of that to CP three's leadership and the change in identity. I mean, they were already at the, in the bubble, they were trending and they were rattling off all those wins and they almost made it into the playoff game. So the young guys were making a step up. And I think also jettison Kelly Oubre. From yeah. The, he was hurt on the bubble, but getting him off the team and opening up the minutes for Mikhail Bridges and Cam Johnson. Uh, yeah. When you watch it in the bubble, I remember texting friends uh, that I have the few friends that I have that are Phoenix fans. Yeah. Going, this is, do you guys got something here? And then <laughs> see them fully make the commitment to that. They did make a lot of moves, but I don't know that they really needed to just because they of the youth. It's the yeah. four year for 120. I mean, that's the get, one. Yeah, yeah. To get Sarver to spend money is a crazy talk. Yeah. But Chris Paul is going to be making $30 million when he's 40 years old. That's crazy. It is nuts. It is nuts. Um, He'll still be good. At and he's so old. injury prone at yeah. this point. Yeah. Uh, but the young guys kind of you know booker should come back and be even greater killer yeah aiden has shown tremendous growth over this past season and he said that he credited chris paul for that growth he credited chris paul overtly for that growth so yeah that's another reason to bring him back he's kind of the general of this team for uh, as because booker doesn't strike me as that alpha dog who's gonna kick some ass and whoop some people but then again we said the same thing about Giannis till he finally did it this past year so who the season rather who knows so who knows if booker has got it in him he just needs to find the right opportunity to do so and grow into that role yeah that's possible too and i think the the other young guys they they got campaign for a pittance hmm. true like 6.9 per year or something yeah uh you know i assumed he would get more on the open market maybe it was 6.3 mm-hmm. i can't mm-hmm. remember who cares um <laughs> 
I know it averages it's 19 million over three years. Right. Um, but it's like 19 change. Um, anyway. Yeah, to get that. So it's like, uh, all right. So now, young guys, we need you to make the next step forward. And Phoenix could be the the one that knocks off the Lakers and everybody else in the West. Like the West is a big fat question mark as to who is going to be the True. alpha at the end of all of this. Because each team has kind of question marks. Was Phoenix that legitimately good, or was it? You know, they were the product of getting through injuries. Uh, yeah. You know, I guess time will tell. I'm not denigrating them making the finals. I'm just saying no, these no. are narratives that uh, that are out there. Yeah. But uh, they could very easily see themselves in the finals again. Yeah. It's entirely conceivable. Look, that 2011 Mavericks team made it to one finals and won it. That's it. There was no dynasty. There was no anything. They made it to one finals and got the job done. Who knows if Phoenix, who knows if Milwaukee are those kinds of one and done True. finalists. We shall see. Well, Miami it, looks like they've retooled to make another run at it. I don't know if Phoenix would do that coming out of the West. So many things had to happen, I think, man. Previously, Dallas had made it once before and they got beat by the Heat. Right. And came back years later. But they were always kind of good. Yes, true. Uh, Always uh, in, in those contention. interim years. So mm-hmm. that could be Phoenix where yeah. they're a tough out every year. And then eventually they get back up there and they get to the mountaintop. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right. We shall see. Uh, one last thing here. It's coming over the wire. Spencer Dinwiddie is officially signing a three year, $62 million deal with the wizards uh, to be our point guard. Do you do, like this? Do you see? Yeah. I like it for you guys a lot. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So it's a five teamer. Yeah. Um, you guys are sending Chandler, Chandler Hutchinson and a 22 second rounder to San Antonio. That's fine with me. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Yeah, really? Uh, but I can't see a full breakdown of, yeah, it just happened 14 minutes ago. So I don't know who's going to run the wire of how many, who, who did what and who's getting yeah, what. I, so far. It's a five teamer. Oh, okay. So it's Washington, Brooklyn, San Antonio, uh, Pacers and Lakers. Jesus but I don't see what all the moving parts are outside of San Antonio is getting Hutchinson in the, the 22 second rounder from you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't see what the, the nets get a 24 second rounder. Oh, and they get a pick swap in 25 with you, <laughs> but I don't, I, I'm assuming that's a first round pick swap. Yeah. Yeah. I would take that. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, and the Nets, I, I forgot to mention, the Nets lost Jeff Green, which you normally you wouldn't think too much about, but Jeff Green was playing well for he them. He was huge with, for them right? in the playoffs a couple times. He's going to Denver now. Maybe he's going to bring some of that kind of toughness to Denver a little bit um, with Jamal Murray coming back as well. So, Well, we'll see when Murray comes back. Yeah. The thing is, between Green, they re-signed Jermichael Green, brought back Will Barton, and gave Will Barton's on a two-year Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff Green's on a two-year, Jamichael's on a two or three, and they got Austin Rivers on a one. But they'll have Michael Porter Jr. plus Aaron Gordon coming up. Yeah. Uh, Porter Jr. will be uh, extension eligible next year. and They won't have much money left, so it'll be interesting to see what they do. But I like the fact that Jamal Murray's going to be out for the preponderance of the season, and they're mm-hmm. not just folding their cards. Yeah. They're yeah. still trying. Because realizing Jokic only has, as a big, his actual prime window is probably smaller than your average player. Yeah. So yeah. investing now, yeah. Uh, if Denver was fully healthy, they'd be my choice to be number one in the West. There you go. I like but, that idea. Yeah. Well, we'll see. 
Um, all right, I think that's all the NBA free agency stuff. Let's get on out of here, brother man. Uh, any final words on any of this stuff that you want to throw out there for anybody who's uh, you know is an avid listener to dropping dimes or any other stuff that you want to mention here about the NBA free agency? Um, I mean, nothing specifically about free agency. If you want to okay. check out dropping dimes, I do it every Wednesday at noon. Um, you can watch live at youtube.com forward slash Matt knows or pardon me, forward slash dropping dimes. Otherwise, uh, just uh, hit me up on Twitter at Matt Nost and uh, I post the links over there. There you go. No, of course, Matt and I also have the top 10 show every uh, Tuesday. We drop it at midnight, uh, Monday night, midnight. We drop it for you guys to enjoy. So when you wake up Tuesday morning or for you late night fools to, uh, you know, kind of have that come across and have you guys enjoy it as well. Thanks to Matt for taking the time. You can follow me at the Roka says on Twitter and on Instagram. Please remember to subscribe to the channel down below. Hit that bell button uh, and also come and follow me on Twitch. The Outlaw Nation, all one word there as well. Oh, well, the Mr. Vaju says congrats on getting Dinwiddie. John, take good care of him. He was my my favorite net the past three to four years clutch as hell i will miss him yeah this the east could be really fun now matt a lot of teams have made some interesting moves in the east there could be some nice battles for that three to six to seven spot which i think is great to see on the uh on the uh, east side of things for sure oh oh and one more thing timothy williams says guys are you doing a watch along for boomers versus usa today also guys i highly recommend you watch the longly documentary that just aired episode one all the main bulls are featured i sent out a tweet last night uh, yeah, I was going to send you this link today, Matt. Uh, um, the, Australia did a uh, documentary on Luke Longley. It's about half an hour, the first episode. I was going to send you the link. It's free yeah, on YouTube to watch. Cut out a last dance. Yeah, so there's more there. Jordan's on it. Uh, Scotty's on it. Uh, and Phil is on it. Kerr's on it. A lot of people were on it talking about how he so became. So when they, uh, they taped Scotty's before he took a flamethrower to the world? <laughs> I think so. He looks he looks weird. He's got the hair dangling and the glasses and all. Yeah, it's a weird look for Scottie Pippen of, uh, of a man of just, age. So he's he is taking an interesting turn over the past month. It's true for sure. Uh, old age. Anyway, all right. Let's get on out of here. Thank you all so much for joining us here today. And thank. Please remember to share this video on your social media as well, and leave a comment and hit a like. All right. We'll talk to you next time for another brand new episode down the road of Game Time when it comes back after its hiatus and the NFL is in full swing. Peace. Until then.